Hey, Lindsay, it's Josh. Hi, Josh. How's it going? Hey, not too bad. You're uh, you're live on uh, Sipping Tea with Josh. Pleasure to have you on. Great. Um, Glad to be here. Thanks for for calling. Yeah, certainly. Um, it, it's such a such an honor because um, I know you have uh, about uh, I, I'm not sure exactly how much, but I know you have a substantial amount of sobriety. Um, so I have mad respect for that, and I I just wanted to talk to our viewers a little bit about that. Yeah, cool. Um, you know, so I'll, I I guess I'll jump in. I I got sober in um, September of 2010, so I only have like eight years of sobriety. I don't know if that's a ton. Like it it it, it feels like a milestone, but um, uh, well, I'm not even at eight yet. I'll I'll be at eight on um, September. Um, but no, but, that's huge. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's huge. You hear a lot of different stories, you know, people from all walks of life, you know, some have 30 years, some have two years, everyone's got a story, but uh, right now my story lands me at, what, seven years and like 10 months or something, so. Yeah, that that's fantastic because, you know, just like me, um, I'm coming up on six years and um, mm-hmm. I'm still fairly young and you are as well. Uh, yeah. So I think to quit uh, early is quite an achievement. Right. Um, yeah. So, but uh, I wanted to talk to about uh, because you know we'll just say for um, for privacy and anonymity's sake, we'll say the meeting. Uh, so mm-hmm. when I first went to the meeting, um, you know it was. It was different for me, but I wasn't totally against it. I always had an open mind to it, and I think that it definitely works uh, without a doubt. But I didn't go after a certain amount of time. Um, I went for like a year, and I, you know, went solidly almost every day for a year. But uh, you know, I stopped going, and I know I shouldn't have, but I don't go as much as I used to. But you you're hardcore to where you do stick with it and you do a, a great deal for the community and um, mm-hmm. helping helping others as well, which is what I commend you for as well. Um, that's fantastic, you know, so, but for, for you being a woman, because there weren't, I noticed in that year that there weren't a lot of women there, um, at least, mm-hmm. at least younger anyway. Um, and I mean of age, like, you know, in their 20s, 30s, you know, there's a lot of elder women as far as like in their 50s or 60s and, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I just think that it's kind of scoffed at um, in the younger generations about going to these places. What are your thoughts on that? Mm. Yeah, so um, I, I was very young. Um, I thought I had a lot of drinking and using still in my future. Mm-hmm. Um, 23 years old when I took my last drink and uh, um, you know I kind of thought my life was was over I had a lot of um, uh, people telling me I couldn't drink a lot of judges and police officers and doctors and family members and all that good stuff Um, uh, but you know, even that didn't really get me sober, get me to take my last drink. I was actually going to, you know, the meeting for quite some time before I got sober. Right. Um, and I would go and I would not, you know, I would just, it, it kind of went against all of my natural instincts. Um, to be around people, to talk about stuff that's 
personal that I was like kind of embarrassed about and uh, not super comfortable with at first, especially. Um, and then to like, you know, if it let, if you let it slip that you're new, then people introduce you to other people or, you know, they might even like clap for you at the beginning of the meeting and I would just die, you know? I would just like shrink away. Oh, wow. Um, so I'm so nervous. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like so nervous to be there. Um, I was always kind of like a shy person. Um, and so like... You know, the idea of being in a room full of people and all of us, like, talking about our, our problems or our issues with drugs and alcohol um, wasn't really what I was looking forward to doing. I just kind of wanted to, like, stay let's fly on the wall in the back, get my court sheet signed and kind of get out of there. Um, right. But, you know, it just, it got to the point where <clears throat> um, I didn't want to drink uh, and I couldn't stop myself, right? Like, that's the big conundrum that we we face is that um, I honestly wanted to quit and when I tried, I couldn't. Um, so that kind of, that broke me down eventually after uh, numerous relapses and um, I finally asked for help. For me personally, what introduced me to the program was working with someone one-on-one. Um, a lot of people talk about this idea of sponsorship at the, at the meeting and I didn't really know what that concept was until I reached out to a young woman who was just about my age. Uh, she's also young and um, young in sobriety as well. Um, and we started, you know, talking regularly. And that was kind of my intro. Like it was kind of hard for me to jump headfirst into the meetings just because they were a little intimidating for me. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, so to have that one person, it was helpful. Now, did she approach you, or did you kind of, like, say, look, you know, um, I'm new here, I I really do want to stay sober, can you help me, or what what was, how did that uh, take place? Yeah, so, it's kind of a funny story, I get get made fun of it, uh, about it quite often, so, I was, like, you know, I think 16 hours sober at this time, Oh wow! and, um, I was like, yeah, I was like really fresh and I went to this meeting, it was a young people's meeting and um, I usually go, I I usually don't really talk to people, but when I was sitting in that meeting, the thought crossed my mind, like, if you don't ask for help, you're going to do it again, right? Like, you're going to go back out, you've done this before, Um, you know, you don't know if you're going to bounce back from it this time with how much, you know, havoc you've reached just in the mirror, like two days of you you relapsing and um so so i approached her and that was the first time i i reached out to someone at the meeting um i I, before that i did have a lot of people approach me they're very kind uh they gave me their phone number they said let me know how i can help they said did that creep you out um, a little though? Didn't that kind of did that what? Didn't that creep? Did that creep you out a little though? Because a lot of people they do get overwhelmed. Um, you know yeah. when people it's like that person um, who is so nice to you and you're like, hold up a second, this right. person is like so nice. What what do they really want? You know. <laughs> <laughs> so I know totally no totally. I, I don't know if it creeps me out, but it did overwhelm me. That's for sure. sure. Like it felt like I had there was a little bit more pressure. Right. Um, whereas when I approached this woman, I knew nothing about her, to be honest. I was just like, she's sober, I'm not. Okay. Um, and uh, we just talked briefly, and 
we exchanged phone numbers. And so usually if that ever, like, whenever I talk to someone at a meeting, my MO was kind of like, okay, can't go back there again. <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> right. Um, they, I, they found, they, they know my name now. Um, but, but, you know, again, I was kind of going off this idea like, hey, if, if I don't do something different, uh, nothing's going to change. And I'm going to be right back where I was. It's sure. just getting worse. Um, so... Uh, it takes so so basically it takes bravery it takes bravery to really humble yourself and say right. you know i need help and i i commend you that is so awesome of you to uh thanks to do you that. know at the time it doesn't feel like bravery right <laughs> it, it feels, you know i'm very nervous i'm very sweaty i honestly i like i like followed this poor woman to her car outside of the meeting <laughs> <laughs> I was like very meek about it but um she was super kind and um you know not overwhelming she just listens you know talked to me and listens and uh uh you know and honestly that moment kind of changed my life wow yeah I mean uh eight years sober I I would imagine so Mm-hmm. Um, do you uh, do you still are you still in contact? Do you speak to her and thank her? Or I do. We're still very close. She's no longer, you know, my sponsor. Okay. But um, one of my best friends, I stood up in her wedding last year, and oh wow. Um. Yep. We're very close. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I, I always love when somebody helps someone because. When you are in that state of mind, and I still struggle with it today, because when you when you're sober, you want to share it with everybody. You're like you want to shop, you want to shout on rooftops, like, "Hey, let me share this with you." And a lot of people who are still in the midst of the struggle, they don't want to hear it. You know, they they don't want to hear it. They don't want to be bothered with it. And it's so hard when someone is in that stage to reach out to them. So I really think it is a godsend that she was able to reach through to you. Right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, um, so what do you say? What what do you say to the person, to the woman who uh, who is about in their 20s or so and they do want to get sober? Um, What do you say? Is is doing this program is that the only way, or do you think they can do it on their own, or what should they do if they are kind of a little nervous or whatnot? Right. So my approach has always just been um, there. There are tons of different ways uh, that work for people. This is just the one that works for me. Right. Um, you know, and and I tried a lot of ways in terms of I mean. You know, I saw doctors, um, I had therapists, but I don't know, I um, tried to do it on my own, I tried to do it through exercise, I tried to do it by not going out, I tried to do it by going out with certain other people or drinking a certain way or, you know, it just like, um, I, I, I tried different things on my own and, um, you know, I kept getting, I, I, eventually would go back out, right? And I was looking for that long-term sobriety. I was looking for that, um, you know, I can finally make it through probation. Right. Um, <laughs> and uh, so so this is what I started. You know, I started on this journey, and it, it worked for me, right? Like, I think uh, about a month or so in of being sober, I had never had that long before since I started drinking or using. And so, um, 
you know, an- another instance of this thought crossing my mind is like, wow, you you don't have to go back out if you don't want to, you know, like you you can have this whole life if, if that's what you want. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I'm also, I don't know, I, I also firmly believe that you've got to find what works for you and just work it, right? Like, um, we all deserve to be happy and live the best life possible. So um, if the meeting doesn't work for you and it's uh, um, not helping you get there, then you just got to find what does. And um, I'm, I'm just a supporter of, of anyone on that path to find out what works for them. Right. Um and I let people know too, like if if it's not the meeting, then you got to find someone to help you in that in a different arena. Because for me, I, I can't counsel someone. You know, I'm not I'm not a therapist. I can only tell you like, hey, I did this stuff and it worked. Sure. Um, you can try that. Um, if not, like I, you have my full support to go find what works for you. Yeah. Now, um, did you? Um did you in that time when you met her so did you slip a couple times to where you kind of went back out or what did you um so like i there was just this period of my life where i really really didn't want to drink and i told myself i never would again (laughs) um or you know drugs were a part of my story as well so like i i you know those feelings of like oh my god i i can't believe i did it again I'm starting to get flashbacks of the past two days and like what just happened and I'm just I'm like still coming back together um I'm never doing that never ever doing that again um I'm gonna turn my life around this time and then I would get like two weeks sober and go back out or then I would get like a month sober I think it's the the farthest that I've got like the most time I got by myself right and um and then I would just go back out again and so like there were slips um, in terms of, uh, you know, me, um, not wanting to drink, but not really doing anything about it, just sort of white knuckling it. Um, and then when I started working a 12 step program, it gave me a little bit of structure. It gave me a little bit of accountability. It gave me a network of people who, um, have gone through it before. So, um, that I haven't slept since I started working that program, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's why I, I, um, I mean, I say that I don't continue, but I do go here and there and forever. Mm-hmm. I will always pay homage to the program um, because I do know that that is what got me started on my journey. Um, right. You know, and it's it's not easy that first year. They say that, you know, just keep coming back and get a year. And that's that's really what I had to do. But once I had that year, I was so I felt so confined to like, is this going to be the rest of my life? Like forever, just constantly going here. Um, So I kind of switched up a little. I think that a lot of people's issues is when they when they don't um, when they don't stay sober, it's just out of boredom. You know, it's like, uh, or they may talk down on themselves, like, uh, yeah, I'm no good at anything. I'm sober, but I have no talents and, you know, this or that. And I don't think that's true. I think that we all have unique gifts um, that we just have to sort of tap into. And so I'm sure being eight years sober, 
um, there is something that you tapped into that kept you to say, hey, this is my life now and I'm loving it. So, so what was that? Where was that defining moment where you said, you know what? I found this new path. Yeah. Um, so a couple things came to mind when you were talking. You know, you talked about that first year sober. And um, for me, it was a big deal. It, it was pretty big because um, I, I just had this, like, idea in my mind of, like, oh, man, once I get to a year, everything's going to be so easy. Right. Um, and then on... The day that I celebrated one year of continuous sobriety, I actually had the worst case of food poisoning. And oh, I wow. was just like puking my brains out wrapped around <laughs> a toilet for the whole day. Oh man, and sorry. I was, you know, miserable, but it was hilarious because I was like, oh my God, this is exactly where I was a year ago today. Right. <laughs> and I'm not even drinking. And, um, <laughs> it was hilarious. It was hilarious. Yeah. But it, like this time, it wasn't of my own accord, right? It was like different circumstances, but it's a very funny, very funny reminder sure, um, sure. of where I could easily go back to. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so, you know, my sobriety has had a lot of ups and downs. It hasn't been, um, oh, well, you got this, you're sober, and things are fine, and you know what you're doing with your life, and your relationships are perfect. Like, I thought that's what was going to happen. The clouds would part, and sunshine would, you know, shine down on me forever, but um, that just wasn't the case, and I've had a lot of ups and downs. Um, okay. Some of them were, again, of my own accord, and so what I like about... Um, the program that I'm involved in is that it does offer um, guidance. It does offer guidance in, in a 12-step program. And when I follow those steps, when I do things like take inventory and look at my actions, um, I'm in a fairly good place. And actually, during my sobriety um, a couple years ago, I uh, wasn't doing those things, right? I was kind of like, hey, I go to these certain meetings. Um, I see my friends there. I, um, you know, things have been, haven't been too rocky as of late, so that's about the extent of what I was doing. Um, and I, and I did that for a while, I kind of coasted, and, um, you know, after a while, I had what I refer to now, you know, looking back on it as an emotional relapse. Okay. Um, I started using things like, uh, men or, uh, you know, relationships I would be I was really um spontaneous not spontaneous but very um reactive so I would like break up with one person start dating someone else and I moved out of my apartment I you know bought a house changed jobs like I did all this stuff um within the span of about like a month <laughs> oh wow <laughs> it was insane <laughs> yeah, yeah it that's was totally hardcore. crazy yeah. um it, it was a total emotional relapse and uh, and I was just trying to find something to like feel alive again or something I don't know I don't know I know I, I know exactly what you mean but yeah you, you've been there too no oh, definitely I, I know exactly yeah. what you mean like I found that to be uh, within especially within the second or third year and I just I knew that going back wasn't an option because I've seen so many things of, you know, they say if you keep going, you'll see uh, you keep going enough. People will start messing up for you. And, uh, yeah. you know, as selfish as that kind of sounds a little bit, but it, it's true. Like it, I would attend mm -hmm. and I'd see people start to slip or 
or whatnot and it's a shame and that but i came when i came to i also said to myself that i was gonna be my own role model for once you know that i wasn't i wasn't gonna put my eggs in some basket to where i depend on this person for my happiness or i depend on my family i was no matter what even if i'm not happy at this moment it's just a feeling and it will pass you know and if i if i allow it to pass you know and um and i think that's that's what people have uh struggled to do occasionally so right yeah yeah and i've been there where where i'm really good about that stuff where i'm really good about um kind of tuning in and listening to hey what's going on why do i feel like i need to quit my job right now right you know (laughs) uh do all this crazy stuff and like um you know, maybe just letting the moment pass as opposed to reacting to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's where I, I feel that having that 12-step program has really, I've benefited from that. Um, that whole process of looking at yourself, um, uh, setting goals to, to improve and, and not be the way that I was before, um, uh, taking action to uphold those goals, um, and you know, it, it's been a great process for me. I've learned a lot about myself and how I interact in the world, what I have to offer, um, what I maybe don't need to feed into about those thoughts about, you know, hey, you're not talented. Hey, you don't know what you're doing. Everyone else knows what they're doing. Right. And you're, you, you know, you don't. Sure. Um, so I don't, I can, you know, similarly, similarly to when I was getting first sober, it's like I can take a different path. You know, we all have these, um, you know so many different paths in front of us most days um i can choose to react with anger blow up at that person be cold to them or i could choose to see myself in that person and be like hey they're struggling just like i struggle all the time and um be different you know so yeah i'll uh you just made me think about this um now, when you were getting sober, did you totally cut off every previous friend that you had to kind of restructure your whole um, your whole crew, if you will? Yeah, you know, I I didn't intentionally cut anyone off. I just I didn't have many friends. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I I was kind of alone towards the end, to be honest. Um, you know, I I had friends and they would eventually get jobs and relationships and lives and right. they wouldn't be partying or going out on a Tuesday. You know, so I had to <laughs> like find those people who were going out on a Tuesday. Yeah. Um, and eventually they would get over it too, you know? And it's like, God damn, no one's, you know, keeping up with how I'm, I'm moving. So, right. um, you know, towards the end of it, really, I... I, I Part of it too was I was a little isolated. Like I, I felt very alone, so I, I just didn't really reach out to people a lot either. So, um, uh, you know, I didn't intentionally cut people off. I did uh, intentionally cut off, you know, certain places for a little bit because I knew that if I was going to sit around in a bar, um, I would eventually drink because I wasn't, you know, prepared not to. Um, uh, so, so that's kind of, that was intentional for, for a while. I, I, and you know, like I remember when I was 
first getting sober, it was like, how do people, you know, go bowling without drinking? How do they go to concerts without drinking? How do they, like, do anything? Why, why, how, how do you go to a movie without drinking? Definitely. You know, like, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't see how any of that was going to be possible, but eventually I would do those things sober and be like, oh, my gosh, people do this every single day. Right. <laughs> it's, like, not hard for them. So, um, so I, I eventually incorporated those you know all that stuff back into my life um in early sobriety but uh but yeah I didn't necessarily cut off people it was just more so like hey I I'm not gonna um put myself in situations that um have I've I've, you know drank and used in the past pretty much yeah that's fantastic you touched on a lot of uh different subjects there and um whatnot and I appreciate that um I wanted to kind of close, but I wanted to ask you before uh, before I close, is there is there any piece of advice that you could give to someone who is in a very dark place? Because I think that people who want to get sober and they not even necessarily want, but they know that they should get sober. Um, what do you say to that that person that is in that dark place um, to get help, like? what would you say to them to yeah. you know to change their situation i should say when they feel like all doors are closed right yeah it's a, it's a hard um hard place to be in um i guess i would say that i've been there and um you know i was 23 years old and uh you know, I thought if these are the best years of my life, then I'm screwed. <laughs> um, and I and I thought that like I would be doing everyone a favor if I just you know killed myself. And um, that was that was that was really hard because um, you know at 23, again that's very young. Yeah. Um, you know, I should be focused on all the things ahead of me, but I couldn't see that right because it was so dark at that time. Um, I think that what I would say to someone who's sitting in that position right now is that um, there are people who um, have have gone through that and are willing to help, um, and that these dark times are very temporary and a very small part in a much greater um, important story that you have. Um, and eventually, you know, when you ask for help and you accept that help, um, you will move through it and you can use that dark time to help someone else. And that has been the most um, uh, beneficial thing and in, 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 um, the most moving thing that's ever happened to me, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? It's like I, I've, I've had these struggles and I've... I've um, it was really hard to get sober at a young age, um, and I never thought that that experience was going to um, be worth anything, right? I thought it was just like, I just have to get through how shitty things are right now. Um, and I never thought that that would actually um, be something that I could share with someone else and help them. Um and that has honestly been one of the uh, the best experiences that I've had, and it made all that shit um, like 
I don't know, not worth it necessarily, but it, it, it it's not for nothing, right? Yeah, like right. all of that crazy stuff I went through was not for nothing. And I can um, take that and say that uh, you don't have to live that way anymore if you don't want to, right? And um, there is another side of it. Um, and it, like anything you're going through right now is, is not something that you can't get through and um, be better because of it, right? So... So I don't know. It's it's not always an easy thing to hear when you're in a dark spot because you do want to get out of it as fast as possible. But um, I guess I would just say that there are people who are willing to help who have been there and know your situation. And um, so you're not alone. And that, that experience, again, could um, be useful for someone else in the future. Hey, I think you hit that right on the nose. And thank you so much, Lindsay. Cool. That was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Good talking. <laughs> yeah, likewise. Uh, love to have you back. Yeah. Uh, you're welcome anytime. And uh, thanks for being on the show. Yeah. And, yep. Feel free to give me a call anytime. And I hope I see you around soon. All right. Will do. Take care. Yep. Thanks, Josh. Bye. Bye.